This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Travaglino, a full-time homeschooling mom to four kiddos and the co-founder at Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time RVing needs with families and so much more. And tonight and every Sunday night, I am so blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, also a full-time RV and mom to four road schoolers and the creator over at roadtripteacher.com, your resource for destination-based curriculum and educational resources for traveling homeschooling families. Our our crew also chronicles our travels over at Diary of a Road Mom, so we'd love to have you join us over there. Uh, I believe that the Road School Moms team, both of us are coming to you live uh, still from South Florida. We're just in separate locations this week, but we are so, so happy to join you from wherever in the world you are. How are you, KT? I'm great, Mary Beth, and I just want to start uh, tonight out with a prayer specifically. We have a lot of families in the uh, central Florida area right now that is experiencing bad weather conditions. I don't know, you mentioned that you were having some wind on the west coast, and I'm probably going to get it on the east coast, but right now, during the broadcast, there are families who are experiencing all sorts of tornado warnings and hitting and running for cover and stuff. So I just want to um, send out a prayer for them. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, for this wonderful week, for this ability to come together with Mary Beth and our road school moms and share this time of fellowship. Lord, I just pray that you would put a hedge of protection around all of our families that are in areas that are being affected by weather tonight. I just pray that you would uh, keep our families safe and keep their equipment safe and give them a spirit of understanding and the spirit of knowledge so that and wisdom so that they would know what to do because it can be very confusing, especially if this is your first time in an RV in bad weather. Um, so, Lord, just watch over them, protect them, keep them all safe and well, and let them all come on Facebook later tonight and tell us that they're okay. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It is nasty in some of those states that are south or, I guess, well, they're north of us, but in the southern part of the states my goodness they've had such bad weather in the last 24 hours it's scary scary yeah it is this is uh this is hurricane tornado season i should say down here in the south and uh i think that i read this morning 11 fatalities in georgia due to weather um and like i mentioned in the prayer it's just really no fun being in a camper in bad weather especially if you're not experienced with it because you just don't know when is go time yeah i agree with that and i think it's so hard um, it's, or it's complicated even further by a storm like this one that seems to strike at night. So I think that's, I mean, it's scary any time, but, you know, when you really can't see, and especially if you're in a, a campground maybe that you've just gotten into, don't, or maybe aren't familiar with um, where the shelter areas are that time, but this is a good time to point out. Um, I think we've done a show on this, right? We have a, um, that was back when uh, we had one on Don't Be Scared, Be Prepared. We'll post that link here in just a minute in our chat window and in the post notes for the show. Um, it's something good to read. Even if you've been in an RV for a while, I think it's good to read and refresh your memory um, on all the things that you should do uh, to keep your family safe during uh, inclement weather of any kind. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going through my Facebook feed and I see um, <clears throat> the Deshaun family and a couple other families are waiting out a storm in, um, in the parking lot at Disney Springs. They're waiting out tornado warnings right there in Disney Springs. That doesn't sound like much fun. Um, and I know I got a call from Sarah, the Jeans gang. They were um, going to a shelter or um, taking shelter, I should say, tonight. And uh, um, hopefully... Uh, that she just actually texted me and said that the the threat had passed in her area. So um, yeah. uh, just stay safe out there. Just stay safe and, and, you know, check in. Let us know you're safe. Oh, boy. So tell me what's going on at Richard Teacher this week. Oh, my goodness. You know, we spent the week uh, – we totally got off track this last week, but it was an, it was a good thing for once for us. We um, had our – you know, I was so adamant when we started the new year, which I know we're going to talk about – this a little bit further um, later on in our broadcast, but I was so adamant this year. One of my, you know, I don't like to use the word resolutions because that's not really what it is, but for me, just kind of a regroup. Um, for me, I was so determined to stick to our road school schedule. It was something that I sat down and actually made out and, and you know, made sure I had several weeks in advance uh, before the new year came around and we got back to the business of road school after the holidays and um, what are we, two or three weeks into it. And right out of the gate this week, I kind of got off track, but it was in a good way. You know, we, um, someone asked, I can't remember who it was in my house. I think it was one of the boys actually had made, a, asked a question about the president's salaries and well, they don't, they don't get paid after they're not in office. And it just spurred this whole big conversation about the salaries of the president. And then that evolved into, you know, when was the last day that, that President Obama was in, you know, in office? You know, was that always the same day for every presidential term? And I realized that as much as we talked about the election last November and some of the government things we've covered this year, because um, I've got kiddos this year that are kind of in specific grades, I guess, maybe that targets that kind of thing. Like Taylor, um, she, you know, she has certain government standards, I think, that are typical for fifth grade and of course Tyler's in ninth grade so he has that whole economics and that whole government that's kind of part of that year of school so we kind of already covered all that and I realized that we had never really talked about the inauguration and so what led up to um, the whole week really that's what we ended up doing for two or three days and um, I found some awesome notebooking resources which you'll love this I, you know we talk all the time about how easy it is to buy new things and to, to get caught up in that whole, you know, when you don't know really what you're looking for early on into your homeschool year or your road school year, and then you end up buying things that you don't use and you put aside and you don't know what, you know, they go by the wayside basically. And that's what had happened with me with this notebookingpages.com membership, which I know I've talked about it on air before. I know I've talked about it with you before, but it's been a while since I used it. And I went on there and realized that I could custom make my own notebooking pages, which I've had the ability to do that the whole time I've had this membership for three and a half years and have never utilized it. So suffice it to say that we'd done that one morning, and it really, really worked for us. I was so thrilled because everyone was excited to learn. Everyone was excited to print out their own little notebooking pages in their own style and cut things out and glue it on there. And it was awesome because the inauguration ended up being, of course, Friday. And it was kind of ended out our week, and we got to watch it as a family and answered all kinds of questions. And it was like, oh, I felt like there were bells ringing in my head when it came to the end of the week. So I was like, oh, my gosh, we actually had a completely full and uh, successful road school week that was absolutely unplanned. <laughs> so That's fantastic. Was, you know, and how encouraging. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
So that's what's been going on over at Road Trip Teacher. I love it. Very cool. Great job, Mary Beth. Yeah, we did not do an inauguration study, but we did watch it together as a family. And, uh, you know, I had a flashback because we were all pretty much in the same position that we watched the election in. And um, it's been a year of, you know, education as far as politics go. So uh, it was interesting. Mm -hmm. And, um, yep, (laughs) yep, yep, yep. But but up in here this week, it is Rally Central. Uh, Tomorrow, well, today is 11 days until uh, the rally. Tomorrow starts our 10-day countdown. And so it's the time of year that the camper just gets packed with all sorts of rally accoutrement, and uh, it's almost hard to walk in here. But but we will uh, persevere through it. The kiddos are really helping getting everything prepped, all the admin work that needs to go happen beforehand. If you do not have your reservation yet, there's still spots, amazingly. So go ahead and make your reservations at uh, fulltimepemmies.com. You can click on the Upcoming Events tab. Make your reservations right there. Um, We've got a lot of great stuff on the schedule this year. It's um, The theme is We Are Family, but in my head I'm calling it It's All Fun and Games, dot, 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 because uh, we have a lot of fun and games planned for the event, for big kids, for little kids, for young at heart, and everyone in between. So really looking forward to that. And, you know, Mary Beth, tonight's show is all about goal setting. And it might seem strange or odd to have a goal setting show here in the middle of January, but A, that's how the road school moms roll. <laughs> and uh-huh. B, it's never too late to start setting goals. Um, as you mentioned in your uh, promotion of this show, now that the dust has settled from the holidays, you know, there's so much pressure uh, that comes with setting goals before the new year. But that's bogus. There's no there's no law that says you have to set your goals before you, you know, open your fresh planner. It's more important that you sit down and make intentional time to set goals. And really, holiday time does not afford a lot of extra time for you to sit down and really think through what your goals are and break it down into bite-sized pieces like like you need to do in order to be successful with your goals. So here we are in the middle of January talking about goal setting. And um, I think it's really interesting, both of what we did this week, uh, you with your political studies and me with my last-minute rally stuff, these are all the end results of goals, right? This is we can we can only get to this part by being intentional and by setting goals. A goal for education and a goal for business. Um, so goal setting is really important. A lot of people actually overlook it. They just well, we talk about being on the wing it plan all the time, but the reality <laughs> is we we have a vague and general macro plan for what we're doing. So, um, even though we're winging it, we're winging it in small bite-sized pieces to get to um, a greater place. And and both you and I have in our head where it is, what the direction is that we're going in. So, today we are going to be talking about goal setting. And when I sat down to think about goal setting and how to actually, how I actually do it and how Mary Beth actually does it, um, one thing that came into my mind is what is God's place in your goal setting? And uh, there have been times where I have forged a path on my own, and there have been times where I've been very intentional about figuring out 
what God wants uh, me to do with my life and what my purpose is, and um, setting the goals that God has for me down in the same method that I set my own goals. And some people are under the mistaken identity, mistaken wrongly think that goal setting is unspiritual because it shows a lack of trust and it's not right to plan. But instead, people should wait for God to lead them. And I, I think that's a big error in thought process. There might be times where that is appropriate. But, um, you know, like I said, God doesn't want us to forge ahead in pride without consulting him for direction. But neither does he want us to sit, ar- us to sit around without acting because he's given us the gifts and talents and has also said that we are called to good works. So forging ahead without seeking God or sitting back and doing nothing can stem from a fear of lack of faith or a lack of faith. However, setting goals and consulting with him shows that you trust him and believe that he is able to lead you while you are moving forward. Do you find that to be true, Mary Beth? I do. I love how you said that. You know, it's funny that our message at, um, well, the last couple of weeks at our church here, um, have been really about devoted prayer and it's been, you know, kind of specifically targeted for that. But something that was said today, it just kind of rings a bell with me when you said what you said. And that is, um, the message was basically if you love God and you can put a hundred percent complete faith in him and then you can do whatever you want. And when that was first said this morning, I thought, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like you do whatever you want and still follow the plan. But the point of it is, if you truly love God and desire, you know, to be in the image of him, and you have, hundred you know, 110% faith in his plan, then you just do whatever you want because, you know, you're on the right path, if that makes sense. And that kind of goes along with this, you know, what you just said about goal setting, because if you – it's just kind of like if you're already, if you're already on the right road – then no matter which way your journey takes, right, you're you're going to end up at the right destination. So it's all about the goal setting and, and, you know, the path that you want to take to get there. So I think it's just really important to remember that part of it. I read something earlier this week um, before even you and I talked about having the specific show, and that was – and it caught my eye uh, because you know how – well – I loved, I think you said somewhere earlier today, whether you're a gadget girl or a paper chick, that made me laugh because we all know I'm the gadget girl and you're the paper chick. Like, Kimberly, if you don't know, she has posty notes everywhere, and especially, oh, my goodness, at rally time. I can only imagine the posty notes that are in your RV right now around your desk area. Um, but I am guilty of not – even though I might have goals in my head, I don't always write them down. And I know that's something you have harped on me ever since day one when you and I met, practically the very first time we ever sat down together that was, you know, was you telling me to write them down and, and to identify basically what my goals are. Um, and I seen, or I read something earlier this week, which I'm sure you've heard it before, but it says, if you aim for nothing, you'll hit it every time. Um, and the oh, author of that, that is unknown, but I, yeah, but I think that is so just so true. You know, if you aim for nothing then you'll hit it every time. And it's, it's just, I've been saying that to myself every morning, you know, get it together, make a plan, <laughs> write it down or record it somehow. Not Maybe not writing it down isn't, uh, you don't have to write everything down, but you have to record it in some form or fashion. Absolutely. You and I have talked a lot about copy work and the connection between um, when uh, in reinforcing an education when you uh, are recording it, you know, in penmanship. And we've talked a lot about that. And we even talked about that 
on the show with Bill Hyde um, about audio adventures. You know, there's so much to be said about the connection between getting your thoughts out on paper, and um, it should, it's not just for kids who are learning to, you know, have good penmanship and practice and do memorization. It's for us, too. That's really important. <clears throat> I want to remind everyone that one of your top goals should be um, to make some quiet time in your daily life. Uh, maybe you're not exactly sure what God's purpose is for your life. God's, God's word tell us, tells us that the Great Commission for Christians is to go tell the good news. But I, that actually looks different for every believer. God has equipped you with certain talents to spread the good news in a way that only you can. But if you're confused, making daily time in your life for God and starting your life with God will be a great ha habit. Even if you feel pretty confident in God's plans for you, Maybe making time to sit and listen to his still small, small voice will help you start the day with grace. And it's always a great example to set for your road school kiddos. Um, I've heard this throughout the year, people saying to me over and over and over again, I need to, oh, yeah, I need to totally do that. I've been meaning to totally do that. You know, I know that I want to have that quiet time with God, and then I, I wake up and my day starts, and everything goes sideways from the get-go. I totally want to do that. I totally want to do that. Well, it's super easy if you want to do that. A, go to sleep a little earlier. B, set alarm. Uh, no, A, B, C. <laughs> I'm already screwed up. A, go to sleep a little earlier. B, set alarm. C, wake up and do it. Um, when I wanted to uh, be intentional about putting quiet time in my life, I actually prayed that God would help me with that goal. And he most certainly did. He sent me a dog with a small bladder who needs to be walked at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's lovely to be the first one up and to have that time. And you and I talked a lot about our um, our words for 2017 and yours was peace. And I've already forgotten what mine was. Oh, mine was surrender. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so true to us, right? That is. It's, it's, it's January the twenty second. <laughs> That's awesome. That is. Yeah. Awesome. So every time I have my quiet time in the morning, it is you know, the, the, inevitably the word peace is in one of the devotionals I read, and it's of course in the Bible. And I'm always thinking, I need to send this to Mary Beth. I need to send this to Mary Beth. So I'm really, I've got your back with your word. I hope you've got your back with mine because I can't remember what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to find something to send you tomorrow so you remember your word. That's hilarious. You've been so good. You yeah. sent me something a couple of times, but I appreciate it. I, I love that. Yeah. I, I love Just that. know that I'm tempted to send you something every day at 6 a.m. <laughs> I just hold back sometimes and Maybe you're not up yet because maybe your dog's bladder is a little larger than mine. My dog's bladder is larger, but she can still send it to me. Because, you know, I have done really so much better because, you know, neither one of us are really morning people. I mean, when it really comes down to it, you and I both could sleep till noon if those circumstances were right. Um, mm -hmm. But um, for, you know, whatever it is, call it age, call it experience, I don't know what it is, but as I've gotten further down the journey of my life, let's put it that way, like, I really do see the value of that quiet time in the morning, and I think that that's, uh, for me anyway, and I know everybody has their own time of day that's that's better, but for me, it's that, those, that early quiet time in the morning is the time for me to reflect on, you know, the things that I didn't like, you know, how they went yesterday, and to reflect on how to make those things a little bit more attainable for today, and, you know, think a little bit about tomorrow, and 
and how to put all the pieces of that together in a peaceful way. Peace, my word. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Yep. Okay, so another key to success is uh, making goals bite-sized. You know, uh, Meredith and I are out here, and we call ourselves some elephant hunters out here because we we set our sights pretty large, and <laughs> right, we get very excited very fast. You know, one thing leads to another, and before we know it, we're you know building our own cruise ship or ark or something. We're doing something, something giant. And the only way that we accomplish these giant goals um, is uh, is to make progress by cutting them up into bite-sized chunks. Take some time to list the steps you'll know you'll need to take in order to start chipping away. If your goal, for instance, is to live full-time in your RV with your family, which is something that we both know a bit about, some steps you'll need to take are Step one, downsizing. Two, transitioning to homeschooling. Preparing your family. Lining up an income stream. Researching and selecting a home on wheels. But as I say that, even these steps can seem quite daunting. So then you'll need to break these steps down even further. So downsizing can incorporate weeding out your closet, tearing down your kitchen items, setting up pickups from a local charity, scheduling your garage sale, having your kiddos go through their toys. So uh, in this practice, while you're sitting there setting your goals, give yourself, you know, tons of paper and tons of pen or electronics because I am a paper chick. She's a gadget girl. Um, and and write out how how it is you're going to accomplish these things because, like we just said earlier in, in the last step, putting pen to paper makes a big difference in your life. So um, separating these into bite-sized chunks and then writing them out um, will make a huge difference. Uh, in actually accomplishing these goals. As Meredith said, um, if you aim for nothing, you'll always hit it. And when we just float around through life, um, a whole year will go by and we'll look, turn around and say, well, what happened? I thought I was going to do all these things. You know, Meredith, I heard on the radio this week that um, 90% of the people who set New Year's, New Year's resolutions have already blown it. <laughs> it's always the 20 <laughs> yeah, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. Oh, I, you, don't you think? Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Again. Finish what you were gonna say. Well, well, I was gonna say the other way to look to look at it is oh, there's some crazy echo. I hope that you're not hearing that on your end. Um, the other way I kind of like to think of it too is for me anyway is you know I like I have short term goals and long term goals. Because you and I both know, like you said, we're elephant hunters. We get all excited and we have these great big huge things, and then we we don't really think in the beginning about the, the little steps it takes to get there. And it's so much more achievable if you look at the long-term achievable goals by setting kind of short-term objectives, I guess, in a way. It just makes it seem more manageable. Um, and I was thinking, I actually wrote this down earlier, that for me, I think short-term goals should be set kind of as performance nuggets, you know, because you take a, you know, you, you perform each step and then you know each step that you are successful it takes you a little bit farther up the ladder and that kind of leads way to the bigger things which you know is long-term goals I mean take for instance someone that's trying to lose weight you know if you just start out and say I'm going to lose 100 pounds or 50 pounds or whatever you know that's so daunting but if you just say okay you know I'm going to lose five pounds this week or 10 pounds this week or whatever your your short-term goal is pretty soon after you've done that 
you know, you, you do it once, it gets a little easier, a little easier, and the next thing you know, you've achieved this long-term goal, and you didn't even realize it because, it's, you know, you've, you've done it, like you said, in bite-sized chunks to get there. <coughs> Perfect. I love that. I really love that. And you're right. Um, <clears throat> losing weight is a great example and something that a lot of people try to do this time of year, and, um, and you know, they get discouraged because they set their sights too high and they don't break it down in these little, little, you know, obje objectives that you said. I like, I love that. Okay, so uh, here we're going to ask you to commit to a method, paper or electronic, um, and start mapping out your timeline. Whether you're a gadget girl or a paper chick, select an organization method and start filling up your planner with your goal dates. Dates motivate. That's one of my favorite favorite tools. If you really want to do something, if you really, really, really want to do something, you will set a date. And I know that's scary, and I know some people are, like, commitment phobic because a date means that I'm going to actually have to do something. But if someone says to me, oh, you know, I, I really want to move out of this town. I want to move, well, I don't know, let's say I want to move to Atlanta. Oh, really? When are you planning to do that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, really not. Well, okay, you're not going to do it. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> but if you say, I'm going to move April 1st, 2018 to Atlanta, chances are really good you're going to get that done. You can, like, I, I, I go so far as saying make up the most realistic date that you can come up with. Estimate how long this will really take you to get your ducks in a row and then make up that date. And every day that comes closer to that date, you should be putting one foot in front of the other to get there because that date is coming. And, uh, you know, I think that dates are the great accountability masters in our own lives because the date will not move. You have to, you know, achieve things in order to make that a reality. And I, I just can't say enough how much dates motivate. So if you're really serious about something, if you really want to get something done, set a date. Yeah, I agree. You always, you've, you've told me that's another thing. You've always told me dates motivate, and that's so true, so true. And it really, I think it helps you foster a better attitude because when you have that in mind, then you, you know, it's it's kind of top of mind awareness. Like, you know, everybody knows, well, most of the time, everybody knows what date it is for the most part. And so if you have that kind of carrot at the end of the, or light at the end of the tunnel or however you want to look at it. Um, and you know what? Even if you don't make that date, specifically by, you know, you're going to move to Atlanta by March the 1st. Um, you, you know, if you haven't moved to Atlanta by March the 1st, then you can bet on March the 2nd you're going to be like, oh, my goodness, you know, this, this, this date has already went by. I really have to get it in gear here. And so it not only helps keep you motivated up to that date, but if, you know, if you get a little bit sidetracked, that's okay. At least you have a date that you've been working towards. And if you got a little sidetracked or you had a little detour, that's okay. Um, that date, even if it's behind you, will still help you realize that goal. Absolutely. I love that. <clears throat> okay. So uh, the fifth step we have, or the fifth tip we have for goal setting is to find an accountability Find an accountability partner. Not easy to say. shouldn't be so hard to find, though. Do you know that studies show people who are looking to lose weight are 60% more effective if they have an accountability partner? Find a friend who will cheer on your successes, and this is the big part, push you along when you're slacking. So you need one of those friends that's slightly outspoken, 
that's not, you know, not going to let you, uh, not going to give you a lot of wiggle room when you say, oh, I didn't do anything this week because blah, blah, blah. You, you know, she or he is going to step up and say, okay, well, yeah, I get it this week, you know, got away from you. So what are you going to do about it next week to make sure that you actually get on track? God wants us to be in fellowship with one another, and this is a great way to be, inten- be intentional, achieve your goals, and thre- strengthen your relationship with another goal-oriented pal. And it's important that it's not important that you have the same goals. You know, Marybeth and I could team up for um, for uh, accountability partnership. In fact, we have um, one of, uh, in lots of ways, but one of the most recent is with our words, right? I'm cheering her on, and she's cheering me on and keeping me on track. And if I um, call her and say, oh, Mary Beth, I uh, did blah, 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 blah today, she might turn around and go, and how does that fit into you surrendering? Because that's what you said you wanted to do in 2017. And if she called me and she's all angry and um, frustrated, and I'll say, okay, so where can you find your peace in this situation? How can you make peace with this? Because that's what you said you wanted to do. Um, like we mentioned earlier, sending each other encouraging texts of uh, devotions that we have uh, seen or um, verses or whatever, just sending a little text saying, I'm thinking about you and I'm, th- I'm keeping your your what's important to you in the forefront of my mind, too, to help you. That's really important. It's so encouraging. It is, and I can't tell you how many times, which I know we talk about, so I feel like we're patting each other on the back, but I can't tell you how many times I can look back and think about so many things over the past, you know, however long it's been now that we've known each other, but, you know, it's you're just like my conscience sometimes, and, you know, we won't have talked for several days, and or maybe even have talked about you know a certain subject but you are like that inner voice that you know has an has has an actual voice when you've called me in the middle of the week and been like so you know what what do you how's it going with this that or the other i'm like gosh what are you the evil stepsister like how do you even know to call me at this time but that um you know that goes along with finding the right accountability partner and so i can't stress that enough it's, it's you really have to find someone that has the right balance of um a positive attitude along with, you know, someone that knows you well enough to know your weaknesses because that's really what you're looking for. You know, none of us are perfect. Um, All of us have faults and we all have strengths and we all have weaknesses. And so what's great about something like this, and no matter what we're talking about, a personal goal or professional goal, a road school goal, whatever, um, partnering up with someone that knows your weaknesses or can help you identify your weaknesses and to keep you on track with that. Because let's be honest, we all know what we're good at, right? It's easy. Those are the easy things. It's the hard things that we need the nudge. Absolutely. And, you know, if you're listening tonight and you're feeling bummed that you don't have an accountability partner, I'm going to challenge you to first take an inventory in your mind of your friends because chances are really good that you do have an accountability partner. But even after you've taken your inventory and you're like, no, you know, I don't, I don't think I've got anybody like that in your mind, then I want you to bring that to God and I want you to pray for someone <clears throat> to come alongside you and uh, give you wisdom and give you support and encouragement uh, because this is a vital part of the human experience and um, and also being you know, a spiritual sister to someone. <clears throat> it's really, really important that we all, we have these people in our lives who, you know, for lack of a better word, have your back. 
you know, that you know that you can turn to and trust and you can share your disappointments with, even when your disappointments are with yourself, you know, you can say, I really blew it this week, I yelled at my kids, or, I, um, you know, I was really short with my husband, and, you know, but I really have a goal to put my family first, can you help me with that? And they can say, yeah, you know, whatever, I can I can do that with you, and they can be honest with you back. Um so if you if you go through your inventory of friends and you don't feel like you have that person, then I, I encourage you to pray and um, ask God to provide that person for you because that's something he wants you to have. That's a great point. It wouldn't be Road School Moms if we didn't talk a little bit about Road School Goals, and I'm just going to encourage you. You know, Kimberly and I had a whole show about um, – you know how to how to have a successful road school year um we've done that last fall that's um, an episode that we've done several shows ago we'll put the link in tonight's show notes for that show it was a great show but um i'm going to encourage you if you haven't um recently sat down with your kiddos and had a conversation with them on how your road school goals are going for this year um that's something that you definitely need to do this is a great time you know we've we've gotten through the fall we've gotten through the holidays here it is you know, first of the year, a few more months, it'll be springtime, um, which brings a whole new set of kind of renewed um, experience. But I, I think it's a great time to sit down and talk to your kiddos about, you know, where they're at with what they're learning this year. And, um, you know, if you didn't do this at the beginning of the year, then it's not too late. You can do it now. What is it that you want to learn? You know, what is it that are your goals for, um, you know, for your education for this year? You know, I can tell you that my second grader was all about learning her timetables, which I'll tell you was not on my goal list for her this year in second grade. I kind of had that on, on her, on my mental calendar for her next year. Um, but that was something that she really wanted to do this year. And, you know, so we're making it happen. Um, my fifth grader wanted to read, I forget what the number was. I'd have to look back in her homeschool planner, but I think it was 50 books or something that she wanted to read and do book reports on. So that's something that, you know, that's definitely not something that I would have made as a plan for her. So I think that it's important to, um, you know, when you're sitting down and you're talking about your curriculum and, and making plans for the year is to definitely, um, you know, talk to your kiddos about what their goals are um, and what your goals are for them. And, you know, this is a great time of year to be making sure that you're working toward those uh, for both of you. Absolutely. And I love when as road schoolers that we get the um I we get the opportunity to plan alongside with our children. As you mentioned, you know, uh the, our children will challenge themselves beyond what we would challenge them with. And that is such a gift to be able to come mm-hmm. alongside with them and have them have real input in their education. And this is the difference between uh, someone who just goes through the motions of education and someone who's a lifelong learner. And uh, I just can't stress that enough, how important it is to be able to model this goal setting with your kids and alongside your kids, especially for their education and for their other personal goals as well. If um, <clears throat> they're looking for the opportunity for more quiet time in their, in their, um, in their lives or they're looking for more um, physical activity or, or whatever it is, it's great just to be able to sit down with them and ask them what their goals are for 2017. Agreed. Those are very good. I was looking earlier, you know, this, I know that's an acronym that everybody you see with so many on, whether you're looking at social media goal setting or, you know, the networking and all the things that goes on, everybody has a, a way to get there. But um, the acronym is SMART, you know, set SMART goals. And what that means is, um, you know, set you know, be specific, um, 
be specific with your goals. Um, they need to be measurable. They need to be attainable. And they need to be relevant to the long-term plan that you have. And they need to be time-sensitive, which is all the things that we've talked about. And so I love that. You know, in the end, is kind of, again, I keep talking about top-of-mind awareness, but, you know, be smart with it. And if you can remember those that little acronym and those five little terms, then it should keep you on track. Perfect. Sounds perfect. Okay. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this um, podcast of Road School Moms, all about goal setting. As we mentioned, there's tons of other shows available um, at roadschoolmoms.com on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. We've got um, everything from um, someone mentioned on our on our chat that they wanted ideas about location independent income streams. Well, we've got a ton of shows dedicated to that. And we've got a ton of shows about reviving your road school when you're in a slump or dealing with reluctant readers or um, whether you should uh, look into buying a fifth wheel or a motorhome or whether you should do laundry in your rig or at the laundromat. That's always my favorite (laughs) one. (laughs) Um, So I invite you to go through all the shows we have there at roadschoolmoms.com and uh, start tuning in wherever you see fit. Uh, That's all I've got for me tonight, Mary Beth. Sounds good. You know, when you said that, it made me remember we haven't talked about this for a few weeks, but if you are listening to us, um, Road School Moms, here on a a replay over at iTunes, please be sure when you're done to give us a review because that is the avenue that takes us to reach our Road School Moms community better is um, by those reviews. And if you do a review, please send me an email over at info at roadtripteacher.com when you're through, and I'll be glad to send you a digital product of your choice from my learning shop. So, having said that, we will be coming to you next week, our very last show in January. We'll already mark one month off of the 2017 calendar. That's kind of crazy. And we'll be just a few more days away from the Full-Time Families Rally, which we'll be so excited about this time next week. Um, So mark your calendars and join us at 9 p.m. Eastern Time every Sunday night right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Network for Road School Moms Live. Until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.